Hello friends, it's another Tuesday and I welcome you to The Mental Catalyst. I am Mike Lomankwa. The Mental Catalyst, or TMC, is a show that seeks to empower everyone to achieve their purpose and full potential on earth. Once again, welcome to The Mental Catalyst. Last week's episode was episode 17, season 2, episode 17, titled Magical Habits. And basically we talked about habits and uh, how relevant it is to uh, us in terms of achieving our goals. So I talked about how normally we will set our goals and uh, halfway down the line somewhere we, we tend to abandon our goals. And primarily this happens because we've not been able to cultivate the habits that will help us succeed at these goals that we set. So I talked about, you know, normally it takes about 18 to between 18 to 254 days to form you know a habit but on average it takes about 16 days to form a habit so it's not it's not enough to just have goals but you need to have goals you need to be able to have your dashboard that helps you monitor your goals but most importantly you need to have you know the, the habits that will support you know the goals so that at the end of the day you're able to succeed at whatever goals um, that you have. We talked about, I got a lot of uh, questions regarding Kat Cole um, from the previous session uh, where Kat Cole moved from a waitress to president and uh, some people wanted to know, you know, does it really, I mean, does it really help, you know, putting your all at work and not being recognized for it and not getting much out of it? So it was an interesting discussion I had with people offline, and I think I'll try to address a bit of it, you know, in today's session. But a lot of times when you're doing things at work, do them because at the end of the day, you're the ultimate beneficiary. You're the one who's going to benefit the most from it because of the experience you're going to get. That experience you can take anywhere in the world, and you will still be marketable, you will still be employable, and you can still get a lot out of it. So a lot of times, don't look at what people you know how people perceive you or how they acknowledge you or how they they appreciate you because yes it helps it feels good when people when you acknowledge or appreciate it but at the core of it you need to know that whatever experiences you're going through it's yours first okay it's yours first before the company even benefits okay so let's keep in mind that you, you know the things we do the challenges and opportunities we pursue ultimately we benefit from it even though it may not be we may not publicly be recognized so today's is uh, season two, episode 18, titled Virtue of uh, Patience, Virtue of Patience. And I want to start with one of my, I want to start with a story, uh, one that is very, very dear to me. Um, I think more than probably, let's see, we're in 2020, 21, so probably about 10 years ago, thereabout, at the height of my, my technology business, and as I was traveling, you know, the continent, um, trying to conquer a good number of countries, I found myself in um, Cameroon, uh, specifically Limbe, and um, one of the uh, most cherished uh, statesmen, a very, very successful entrepreneur, um, very fine gentleman, let's call him uh, Mr. D, uh, solid, solid guy, um, and Limbe is the English-speaking part of Cameroon. So you have Douala, you have Yaoundé, but he was based in um, Limbe. So I happened to meet him at his beach house uh, in, in Limbe. And this guy is like the Dangote of, uh, of Cameroon. So when I met him, and we sat by his beach house, and we were talking, we were exploring ideas and business and things like that, because I went to him to try and do business with his company. He had multiple businesses, 
um, all refinery, he had financial services, he had, just name it, he had them all. So whilst we're having lunch and we're talking, I realized that the guy was like really, really deep. So I kind of like paused my agenda and I asked him, uh, Mr. D, obviously you're a very successful person. I have a question for you. Would you be kind enough to share your top three lessons or as an entrepreneur, as somebody who has lived the life and who has been there, can you share some three wise words with me or nuggets with me? He looked at me, paused for like a minute, said nothing. His head was kind of like bowed down. And then when he raised his head, he said, Michael, I've met a lot of people, but I hardly get people asking me the kind of question you asked me. But since you've asked, I'm going to tell you something. So he started off and said, probably about 25, 30 years ago, you know, when I was a lot younger, I was still in business. I was representing a Greek businessman who was a billionaire, you know, from Greece. And in the Cameroon waters, they have special types of fish, okay? And they had, but they had different types of fish. And this Greek man had, you know, trawlers that were fishing in the Cameroon waters. But he was only interested in a particular type of catch, a particular type of fish okay so all the other catch that they may get from you know their trip you know when they go fishing all of that normally mr d you know mr d takes it okay mr d takes it and then this guy takes you know the special fish that he wanted so he had a number of trawlers in the in you know in cameroon fishing for him and mr dima was like his local guy so at one point this greek billionaire owed mr d about $75,000. About $75,000. And, you know, that money was not forthcoming, even though he was still, you know, doing business with, you know, the Greek billionaire. Around the same time, another Greek, you know, businessman came on the scene and got to, you know, befriend Mr. D. And, um, you know, they started developing, a, you know, a good friendship. And then this new businessman, who's also from Greece, told Mr. D to pursue his money from this billionaire that he has been doing business with for many years, that he had a very trusting, loving relationship with. And so Mr. D listened to his new friend and against the advice of his wife was told to seize the trawlers of this billionaire. So Mr. D seized the trawlers, got police involved, the crew got, you know, um, they were thrown behind, you know, the bars. They were, they were, they were you know, they, they were in jail. So this billionaire in Greece who hates to fly, head of it, and decided to come deal. So when he heard that his crew had been, you know, put behind bars, he called Mr. D and asked, Mr. D, what happened? Why have you gotten my crew arrested and my trawlers impounded? Mr. D said, well, you owe me $75,000. You've not been coming. You've not been forthcoming. Therefore, uh, I decided to um, take my test into my own hands. So this billionaire said, okay, I'll get back to you. He gets on a private jet with his lawyer, comes into town, meets in a hotel room with, with his lawyer and Mr. D., and gives Mr. D a briefcase filled with $100,000. Mr. 
When he handed over the money to Mr. D, he told Mr. D, never ever try to contact me again. Our business dealings are over. The man got onto his private jet with his lawyer and flew back to Greece. Mr. D said, Michael, I sat in my hotel room with the money on my lap and was crying like a baby. Sir Michael, ever since, I have done everything possible to try to get to this man to say I'm sorry. Sir Michael, I'm successful as you can tell. My kids are in France, school in France, some of them are in America. I have all the things that I can ever dream of, but I'm carrying this baggage. I wish I had a way to give everything away just to say sorry to this billionaire who has been very good to me. And all I had to do was to be patient. So now that you and I are about to do business, I'm going to be at your mercy because I have learned a very valuable lesson to learn to be patient. And that story from Mr. D has always stuck with me and has been with me and I've always tapped into it to live my life. When COVID started and school was out and kids were studying from home, my last born, Sean Zading, had you know, some assignments to do so I was kind of supervising, and I got an email from his teacher that he hadn't done some assignments. And around that particular time, I was not in the best of moods. I was really, really, really not in the best of moods. And I asked him, Zadin, did you do it? Have you done the homework? He said, yes, he's done it. I'm like, your teacher says you've not done it. He said, Daddy, I have done it. At that point, I was, I was getting angry. I was thinking he was lying to me. He said, Daddy, I have done it. I said, okay, we'll see. So what I did was I emailed the teacher and I said, look, Zayden says he's done it. The teacher, the teacher replies and says, oh, it's my mistake. He's actually done it. So I showed the email to, to Zayden. He said, I told you. I did it. I did it. If I had gotten impatient and a bit angry, I would have smacked him. I would have yelled at him and I've re- I would have regretted. What is common between my experience with my son doing his homework and Mr. D's story. At the core of it is patience. It's patience. So what is patience? Patience is the ability to be calm in the face of adversity, frustration or suffering, and in any given situation, you'll respond with some amount of patience. I'll take it again. Patience is the ability to become in the face of adversity or let me take it again patience is the ability to become in the face of adversity frustration or suffering that is being calm in the midst of the storm okay normally as I do I also give you some quotes so quote number one patience is not the ability to wait but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting. Patience is not the ability to wait, but the ability to keep a good attitude while waiting by Anonymous. The next one is, patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet. Patience is bitter, but its fruit is sweet by Aristotle. The next one, 
Patience is when you are supposed to get mad, but you choose to understand. Patience is when you choose. Patience is when you are supposed to get mad, but you choose to understand anonymous. And the last one, all great achievements require time. Maya Angelou. As I reflect on my life and I look at others, I realize that fundamentally, a lot of us are impatient. And because we're impatient, we do ourselves a lot of disservice. We do ourselves a lot of disservice. We react when we are not supposed to react. We react in ways that are harmful, not just to us, but those around us. Or we don't even act when we are supposed to act. A lot of times because we don't understand the power of patience. And patience does not start alone. It starts with calm. For those who know me, to know that one of the things that I cherish and I practice as much as I can is being calm, irrespective of where I find myself. And through the dark times that I have found myself, if it hadn't been this trait or this virtue that I have cultivated of being patient and calm, I don't think I would have survived. So when we talk about habits, you can't just have habits without being patient. We've talked about a gentleman who was basically jogging for about three hours and had a habit of, you know, jogging. But if he wasn't patient, there's no way he would have been able to do it for seven years. Without patience, there's no way we could move from Tuesday to Tuesday doing the mental catalyst and do it for the next 20 years. It's only patience. But when you understand the power of patience and what it can do for you, you realize that it's not negotiable. You realize that it's not negotiable. So as much as we talked about some of the tools in the past, patience is one that cannot be taken for granted. Patience is often thought of as a virtue, but it can also be understood as a complex virtues, including self-control, humility, tolerance, generosity, mercy, hope, faith, and love. So when you take patience, the subset of that is self-control, humility, tolerance, mercy, hope, and love. So you see how powerful the virtue of patience is. We live in a society, we deal with human beings. Human beings are largely complicated as much as we all are. But when you are mindful and you know that, look, the only way you can really get ahead is when you leverage patience. Coupled with the attitudes we've spoken about in the past, you're surely on your way to succeed. Remember I talked about success is a choice, but you need to employ the right tools. Patience is one of those tools that I think it's, it's the most important, really. Like they say, patience moves mountains. What are the benefits or what are some of the benefits of patience? You are perceived as a more relaxed and friendly person. You are perceived as a more relaxed and friendly person. So imagine when you approach people, they are calm, they're patient, they take their time, they listen to you, they deal with you. You have a, you know, a positive, warm perception of them, right? You are better able to focus on your goals. When you are impatient, when you are all anxious you're all kind of like messed up kind of like not together how are you going to be able to focus on your goals and if your goals are that humongous then you have a tall battle right 
So, you can make more rational decisions. When your dreams are big, when you're determined to succeed, you know your time on earth is limited. Therefore, you don't have room to make irrational decisions. With patience, you can make rational decisions. Okay? You are less prone to angry outbursts. When it's all good, it's all good. But when times are hard and rough, that is when your true character is exhibited. That is when you have to be most controlled. That is when you don't have to act out of character. That is when you don't have to say things you're not supposed to say. That is when you don't have to do things you're not supposed to do. So patience helps you to deal with angry outbursts. You can also learn new things. Rather than giving up on and being impatient. When you're patient, you can see things. You can observe things that normally when you're not, you will miss. So it allows you to learn new things. Remember, life is about acquiring knowledge, experiences, wisdom, and all of that. So you want to be in a certain state of mind all the time to be able to tap into all of this energy I'm talking about. You have a stronger mental health due to less stress. When you're calm, when you're patient, when you understand the power of being in control of you, your stress level normally is low. Because you know how to handle things that come at you. Okay? So these are some of the benefits of patience. Now, how do you develop patience? There's so many ways of developing, but here are just a few for, your, uh, for you to consider. Practice being patient. You need to understand what it means to be patient, and you need to practice it. So you can try to complete a large jigsaw puzzle. You can try to... You can ban yourself from looking at your phone whilst you're waiting for an appointment. So you can try different things that just kind of like helps you practice being patient, okay? Focus on the bigger picture. Now when you have, like I've always said, it's important for you to have big dreams, have big picture, you know, you know, focus on a big picture in terms of your goals and stuff like that. Understand how those things, what they mean to you and, and those around you. So constantly focus on them and know that, look, it's important for you to be patient so you can deliver on those uh, goals that you have, okay? Distract yourself. If you're finding yourself being impatient, distract yourself. Find ways of, you know, doing something else that takes away from whatever was causing the impatience in the first place, okay? Practice empathy. This is a very powerful one. We talked about emotional, you know, uh, intelligence. Practice empathy, okay? It's another way of developing patience because it allows you to be what? You try to, it allows you to understand where the other person is coming from. It allows you to find a common ground. It allows you to, you know, be selfless. It allows you to find a win-win situation. And when you do all of those things, all the other positive things around being patient, you know, being patient also comes to play. Practice med- meditation and mindfulness. I've always said it's important that you are mindful, you are aware of your being. It's always important for you to understand and know your emotions at any point in time. So when you know you're angry, when you know you're, you're, you know, you're frustrated, when you know you're anxious, you will know what tools to use. So it's always important for you to be conscious and mindful of your state of mind and your emotions. Very, very important. Okay? And I can tell you that it's something that I cherish because I've realized that it's very, very powerful. No matter who you're dealing with, no matter the situation 
in which you find yourself when you are conscious when you are mindful and you know what you're up against and you know what tools to use you stand a chance of succeeding or getting out of that situation you know without much collateral damage okay so um be mindful okay give yourself a break you find yourself in a tight situation you realize that look it's too hot the heat is too much give yourself a break take a pause take a pause you find yourself in a very tense situation conversation whatever it is keep calm keep quiet just walk go drink water i mean go do something okay accept what you cannot change there are things you can control in life and there are things you cannot control in life so the thing is when you are mindful you are conscious you are aware you evaluate things rationally and logically and you ask yourself is this something i have control over when you have done the best you can do and the situation is still what it is a lot of times you may not have control over it anymore accept it for what it is accept it for what it is because there are certain situations no matter what you do it's not going to go your way okay and it may not necessarily be a bad thing sometimes things go against you but ultimately they turn out for your own good look to others look to others look to others and this is something that my my daughter always does she'll call me daddy i am so angry daddy i'm so angry da, 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 da. and i'll ask her can your anger bother you then she'll say no i said then there's no reason to be angry and I say oh daddy I, you, then we'll laugh about it when i do that she's diffused okay she's diffused and we laugh about it so she looks up to me so look up look look look, look to others when you find yourself in situations where you need somebody to help you calm down to keep your emotions cool you know so so look to others who can actually reason with you talk to you talk you out of a situation things like that remember that you won't become a a patience guru overnight it takes time to practice patience it's taken me a lot of time it's been a conscious effort to practice and deepen and use patience in every sphere of my life business personal and all of that and i must say that when you are able to understand cultivate it and use it your chances of success is very very high it's very very high i have seen many people many homes many relationships many relationships at work broken bridges burnt because of people not being patient patience does not mean you're not an action person and what i've also realized as i reflect is because i've practiced patience over and over again when i'm even making decisions it becomes like second nature and i do it with speed because i'm calm i'm processing i'm analyzing i'm also looking out for the other person i'm looking out for a win-win situation and all of these things are being done super fast so just like habits when you practice being patient and using patience in your dealings over time it's going to become it becomes something that sub, it becomes something that is part of your subconscious you don't even have to think about it it just happens because it's part of your style your way of life and how you live and when you find yourself in that element that is when you know you begin to soar so if you're listening to me there is no need to always want to be out there in people's faces i've won i've won i've won no trust me when you meet somebody who is calm and patient somebody who is a good listener 
know that you're up against somebody who is deep. It's not about being loud. It's not about being super smart and super fast. No. It's about being patient. And when I talked about the subset of the subset, the other values that encompass what? Patience. Self-control. When you are patient, you have self-control. There are times when I just want to go bonkers. But because I have practiced patience over time, I leverage self-control and I outsmart the situation. Humility comes with it. When you're patient, when you're loving, you're compassionate, you listen to that person, you apply empathy, humility comes naturally. Tolerance. When you're patient, you're able to tolerate a lot of crap. Sometimes you have to tolerate a lot of crap. Through that process of tolerating it, you're also teaching the other person what the right thing is. And that is what makes you a bigger person. And always strive to be the bigger person. Always strive to take the higher road. And patience allows you to do that. It affords you that opportunity. Generosity, when you're patient, you become caring. You become understanding. You also become generous. And the last one is, when you're patient, you tend to love. And love surpasses it all. Love is the thing that makes it all happen. So my brothers and sisters, in your dealings, learn to be patient. Practice it. Be mindful of it. In all your dealings, ask yourself, am I being patient? Am I being understanding? Am I being tolerant? Am I being generous? Am I being merciful? Am I being loving? But when you find that sweet spot of being patient and calm, it's power that, trust me, money cannot buy. So until we meet again next week, stay safe. I love you guys, and thank you for spending another Tuesday with me. Good night.